you're listening to the Casual Swinger Podcast. As your hosts, we need to warn you that the material you're about to hear may be sexual or explicit in nature. This podcast is intended for an adult audience. Now, we don't expect you to act like adults. What's the fun in that? We're a married couple living in Florida with over 13 years of experience in the lifestyle, and we take almost nothing seriously. Casual Swinger is a variety show, meaning we'll cover everything from music to events, travel, and even the occasional hilarious screw-up. Our show is about entertainment. We're not licensed professionals. Not anything. And our stories, commentary, and guidance should not be confused with the opinions of a licensed professional. Now that you know, let's take those pants off and get comfy. Hello there, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Casual Swinger. My name is Mickey. And I'm Mallory. And we are recording from the road. We are. We're in a cabin in the woods. We right are now. literally in a cabin in the woods. We're back. We're on time and penis. Yeah, we're just making sure everyone's paying attention. Yeah. If you say penis, everybody will look. I promise. Yes. Penis. Penis. I shouted it in the grocery store. You know what? Yeah. I think everyone was, especially in this small town. Yeah. Everyone was like, what the hell? And that, by the way, go ahead. That was hilarious, by the way. So we get to town. We hadn't been in town like an hour. And we see like eight people. And it gets stopped. We got stopped in the road for crying out loud. Yeah. We literally yeah. got stopped walking through small town USA. Literally. And it's just a, a reminder as wonderful as these humans are, there's no way casual swinger would have ever happened up here. No, there's no just chance. no fucking way. We would have been we would have been hung out to dry if we ever tried to do what <laughs> we just, do here. Oh no, no way could they wrap their minds around it. No. Bless them. Well, I mean but, very sweet people, but Yeah. They're anyway, just not going to do that. So what's this episode about? I'm I'm fascinated with this subject matter. You know, I don't think this was an episode we ever intended to do. No, absolutely not. But like, I'm I'm hot on it. Yeah, well, especially once you and I talked about it. So we had the long drive from Orlando to the part of Virginia that we're in. And it was really, it just kind of came up in conversation. And I think we both were like, what the fuck? Like, this is not okay. And we started to get more and more into the conversation. So I, mean, I guess, so let's just get over it. This episode's called Slap Happy. Do you live under a rock? Did you forgo everything social media, internet, television in the last month? If that's the case, fucking good for you. Yeah, you, you missed it. Yeah, <laughs> totally missed it. Um, it's kind of the slap that was heard around the world, right? Um, when Will Smith slapped the ever-loving you know, shit out of Chris Rock, and it was live in the air, right? right in oh. front of this huge crowd of pretentious, overinflated egos of Hollywood. Yeah, right? Those fucking assholes. And that's not what we're going to talk about, by the way. We're not going to talk about the slap. We're not going to do yeah, the no, no, no. shitty or woody or no, shouldn't We're have. not going to debate whether or not we teach our children, you know, use your words and don't hit people. Right. We <laughs> don't lick today. people. Yeah. That is the biggest lie ever told to us as children, I think. I think so. Yeah. Right after quicksand. Sure. Yeah. The quicksand. Right. <laughs> that's all right. We'll get to that in a second. But we are going to get to what we're going to talk about. We're not really going to talk about him smacking the dog shit no. out of Chris Rock. But we will get into that later. But before we begin, I want to kind of touch on our last couple of episodes. I think this is good. Yeah. I, I, it's kind of important. So I, I don't even know where to begin thanking everybody for their support, love, and friendship after the couple of raw episodes we did over the last couple of weeks. But there are two folks in particular that kind of knocked me back on my heels. Oh, you. I think that's an us. Well, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I had to come and read them to you. I had to be like, Mallory, 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 Mallory. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're busy a lot. Yeah. And I mean, not that I didn't read them, but when you're super excited, it's just that part of sharing like, hey, this touched me, so we're going to do this. And you, I, I could be in the shower and you're standing there reciting it to me because you're just so excited about it. 
Well, I love hearing that the things that we go through, they go through, mm-hmm. right? It's not just us. We're not alone. And I know we're not alone. I feel it. I, I get it. But that doesn't mean I don't feel alone sometimes. And I know we all do. So I just want to say great expectations and we have a secret. Uh, you guys know who you are. One of you is in the great white north and one of you is right down the road from us. And you guys floored us with your emails. Very much so. It was, it's touching. It really was. And we'll sit down and write a proper response because you guys deserve much more than a shout out on a podcast. But we want you guys to know that we see you and we will never take that kind of kindness for granted. Thank you so much. So, so much. And um, also appreciate the passion tips. Oh, you would. (laughs) Whatever. I'm telling you what, elbow pads are coming back, bitches. I don't know that they were ever in. That's what I heard. That's right. What else we got going on, Mama? Um, Well, let's talk about PCAP. Um, I'm shopping like a crazy person. Uh, for this event. That's different how? Yeah. <laughs> because it is different. No, it's not. Yeah. You do lots of shopping. Yeah, well, not like this. We got a thank you card from Jeff Bezos last year. Okay, you're all right. Well, anyways, moving on. I don't want to get in trouble now. Don't look at the credit card statement. No, it wouldn't be an episode of Casual Swinger without talking about this amazing uh, time that we're about to have, right? First weekend in June. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So ask yourself something. If you haven't booked this weekend, Why? Why not? What's stopping you? There's going to be amazing parties, um, pool time, pool parties, playrooms, um, a wonderful venue that'll fucking blow your minds. Um, all of this is waiting in Palm Springs. Yeah, that's a fact. I, you know, I saw, and, and I, to be honest, I saw the playrooms in Dallas and Miami when they weren't being used. And I was like, wow, if I was a playroom kind of guy, I'd be all like... But, you know. Yeah, no, she knocks it out of the fucking park. Yeah. With the playrooms, with everything. Yeah, it's just absolutely crazy. But, you know, we're going to be there, obviously. And there's going to be other folks there. Like who? Oh, like who? Let's see. Average Swingers, Swinger University, Monogamish Marriage. Yeah, two hot wives, bed hoppers. Fucking excited to meet those guys. Life is Spice, for our play, Black and Kinky. And of course, Wonderlust. Yeah. Kate herself and Daryl, his bald ass, is going to join us out there. Yeah, so come on, guys. Uh, book your trip. Come spend the weekend laughing, dancing, partying, and get naked with us. Yeah, we really kind of want you guys to come party with us because if we're there all by ourselves, then we're going to have to get drunk with Jay again. <laughs> It's not so bad. <laughs> right. Okay. He's a lot of fun. Spoiler alert. I'm going to get drunk with Jay pretty much no matter it's, what happens. It's guaranteed. Yeah. That guy and I don't, we just have to. Yeah. It's so, a moral imperative. Yeah, right. So. Name yeah, the movie, folks. I'll send you a picture of Mallory's boobs. <laughs> you don't get to offer my boobs. That's my thing. All right. I'll send you a picture of my boobs. Okay. <laughs> Come on, boobs. I thought you were going to go with balls and I'm like, yes, that's a great idea. Well, I'll paint nipples on my balls and dude, send those. because they're all like clean and like aerodynamic right now. They are. I you am. do a really good job of the upkeep, by the way. I have to Thank applaud you. you Thank on you. Your, I'm your... slipstreaming, folks. Oh, hell yeah. It's aerodynamic. Like... Mm-hmm. So anyways, we're in Virginia. We are. It's cold as fuck. Yeah, I thought it was fucking spring. I, I forgot how fucking cold it still is this time of year. Our definition of spring has changed since we lived in Florida. Very much so. Like, it's 83 at our well, house I right mean, now. It, it's at the point where it's like pre-pollen. Uh, so, like, nothing's fucking in my nose, which is great because my allergies up here are awful. However, it's rainy, and I think the high has been maybe 50 in the 50s. Yeah, it's gross. And for, as a native Floridian and, and living back there for five years now, I am not acclimated to this kind of weather. No. 
However, the cabin's nice. I've done a lot of bitching since we got here. And we did bit. actually take a couple of outdoor lingerie picks for 30 days of lingerie. And just a couple because my nipples are so fucking hard to well, get cut glass. That and the people that are that own this fucking Airbnb are spying <gasps> Oh my God, that was so weird. So we get a message that a bunch of cars, they saw a bunch of cars coming and going and I'm like, these motherfuckers are watching. Okay, they so said, they say nothing of the near-naked woman in lingerie standing on their porch. Well, I didn't even notice the cameras. I didn't even fucking think about it. Amateur hour over here. So they've, they've seen it all. Whatever. He is spanking his clown. Sure. Watching that video. He probably put her on loop. Yeah. And he's just. He's talking to Jesus about it. Yeah. Nope, he's definitely, it. definitely talking to Jesus about it. Because also <laughs> this house is very, very uh, Christian for There's a lot of crosses there in this house. There was a lot of books about God. I have done everything I can to let Mallory talk to God every <laughs> night since we got here. So I've, yeah, I've gotten to the point where I'm turning everything like up against the wall. Like, don't look, Jesus. It's it's fine. Right. Don't look, <laughs> just Jesus. Don't watch. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> if you didn't see, it doesn't count. I'm married to her. I can fuck the crap out of anyway, her. It's fine. Anyway. So. But let's record a swinger podcast yeah. in this house of God. <laughs> so we, we have taken a lot of pictures, and the 30 Days of Lingerie is just banging right out of the gate. Oh, my God. All of these women, and the guys, like women and guys. Oh, my God. Yes. And the outpouring of positivity and support for each other. Like, you can't fake that shit. That is No, you can't. And I'm, so I'm really awesome. proud of my brethren, right? I think these guys are doing a great job. But, fellas, I got news for you. I'm still not going to fucking do it. I'm, I, I will literally, I will look like a can of biscuits if you put me in a G-string. Stop it's not going it. to happen. Uh, I'm still trying. No, it ain't going to happen, folks. But I, check out all the other guys and give them some positivity. Yeah. So where can people find these this 30 Days of Lingerie movement that's happening in the month of April? That's right. We're all having a movement together. <laughs> now, uh, so 30 Days of Lingerie is happening primarily on Twitter. It is a body positivity event, guys. It's it's really not about showing everybody how amazing your photography schools are or how amazing you, know, you look in a bikini or in lingerie or in underwear or in bras or whatever it's really just about celebrating each other and taking pictures and having some fun and that's really what we've tried to do we've taken like five thousand pictures in the last couple of days because we're posting stuff that you guys can find on casualtoys.com you know i've noticed the more pictures we take the more confident i feel really yes a hundred percent i like editing your pictures so <laughs> i was hard as a rock editing your pictures yesterday that was actually a really big turn on so, yeah. bonus points, yes. Oh, I couldn't help it. I was You were so fucking beautiful. And I was sitting there looking you. at these photos of you and, and putting them in our photo style, which I know I catch a little bit of shit for from time to time, but I'm okay with that. I know why we do it. I know that we're going to continue to do it regardless of whether you guys bitch about <laughs> it, so you might as well stop. But at the same time, 30 Days of Laundry is just the coolest thing, right? And by the way, it's also in the PCAP app that we call Whova. It's also in We Got a Things community. They're doing their own little celebration of 30 Days of Lingerie. Mm-hmm. So show off that slut where get creative. Yeah. Everybody can have some fun. And you can find a lot of outfits on casualtoys.com. Guys, for women and men, we have almost 20,000 lines of wear, including dresses, rompers, you know, leisure wear, mm-hmm. and then sexy things. So there's so many things. And there's also uh, theme night wear for events. Yep. I mean, a plethora of stuff. And, like, obviously we have sexy panties for the guys. But we also have, like you said, themed outfits. You know, mm-hmm. maybe get a little creative. Yeah, like costume wear. Yeah, so many so many cool things. But 30 Days of Lingerie is the brainchild of someone that is friends with Kate from Wanderlust Swingers. And she kind of brought that across the pond and has really championed this. So I want to give Kate a shout out and just say that, you know, we love you, girl, and we respect what you've done here. Amen. Here, here. 
It, this is really cool. Yeah. So what are we doing this Saturday? Well, I'm by excited. the time you all hear this, <laughs> it will have happened already. But what had happened was, or is going to happen was, I don't even know how to say it. Is, yeah. Right? Is, we're really looking forward to telling you guys how great this was. We're going to Taboo for their 18th anniversary this Saturday from Virginia. And here's the best part. I just found out I have to be in California on Monday. <laughs> you're... <laughs> You're gonna have to pull out that old rock star, right? Oh, I'm because gonna be so we are tired. we are partying all Saturday night. Yeah, then all night long. we're getting up Sunday morning early mm-hmm. to drive 14 hours home. Yes, so that you can get up Monday morning and, and get on a plane. plane to California. I'm gonna be a fucking zombie. Ooh, okay, so uh, Mallory is gonna be driving, folks, while uh, encouraging Mickey to take a nap at some point. But I'm super excited to go to Taboo. It's been many, many years. Love Vicky. Love her crew there. So excited. We're going to get to see Locke and Trist. Yes, Locke and Trist are joining us with some of their friends. That is Living the Sweet Life podcast. If you guys have not checked out their show on Sunday nights, I absolutely love it. They do their shit live, right? They don't sit down and do... I'm going to tell you right now, if I fuck up, I'm going to edit it. You guys will not hear it. Now, if Mallory fucks up, I keep it in because that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's great. Can I just hear your dick can suck itself again? Oh, God. If only. <laughs> but here's the thing. Lock and Trist do such a good job of their live show. Make sure you go check them out. Give them some love. We're going to give them all kinds of love on Saturday night at Taboo in Catonsville, Maryland. That is T-A-B-U-Life.com. If you're ever passing through the area and you want to check out a great club with a great atmosphere, great playrooms, and an owner that gives a shit. Who mm-hmm. am I talking about? I'm talking about an owner that gives a shit so much that she kept her employees during covid at her own peril. As a matter of fact, uh, I don't think, it's actually not my story to tell, but I'm just going to say those employees were taken care of. And I'm really proud to say that that we like Taboo and we like Vicky. I think they're great. Amen to that. Um, Anything else we want to talk about before we move on to like the meat of the episode? Well, I do think that we should definitely cover (laughs) something that happened yesterday. Yeah, this was like breakfast conversation for us. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with us? Oh, I love it. We weren't talking about poop. Yeah, no, which is dinner conversation. That's dinner us. conversation. But so anyway, check this out. So last week, this guy on a flight from Washington State to Phoenix was arrested for masturbating during the flight. Not once, not twice, but four fucking times. Okay, what the fuck? First it's a of all, flight. first of all, like, yeah, I understand that, but the fact that he's multi-orgasmic, like, is it wrong? That's that's the first thing I thought of. Really? You're all proud of this guy? I'm over here going, this is why we need better entertainment on planes. Curious. I wasn't necessarily turned on. I was curious. Curious. Okay. So four times he got off in three hours. Four times he whacked it. Okay. Now, according to the Huffington Post, he asked the woman next to him if she minded if she, or if she minded if he masturbated. Her response was, does it really matter? She proceeded to film and take photos of his mile-high self-pleasure extravaganza on her phone as he furiously pounded his manhood. Now, was this for posterity? Was she into it? Like, I need more context. I feel like we need to have her on the show. I, yes. I like, ma'am, I'd like you to join us on Casual Swinger and describe the masturbation, please. Also, yes, can you confirm he climaxed all four times? Actually, she can confirm it at least once. Allegedly, he did reach orgasm as she informed authorities that she witnessed him licking a white substance from his fingers. Now, now, okay, okay. so now he's just getting fancy and like trying to brag a little bit. That takes self-service to a new level. Yeah. I mean, but like that's like he's showing off for her now. 
Well, yeah. I mean, he's like, hey, look what I did. I just made a mess like, of my hand, and now I'm going to clean it up. He's like, all right, I'm going to be in a porn. I'm going to be in a porn. Mm. So mm, he actually daddy. stated to authorities that he thought his behavior was kind of kinky. And they responded by charging him with lewd, indecent, or obscene acts on an aircraft, which apparently, as they now understand, is a felony. Just when I thought the Patriot Act would prevent hijackings. Uh, uh, wah, 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 wah. Where's that fucking button? Oh, right here. Yeah. Thank you. I need to learn the fucking buttons. Because if you're going to press them anyways, I might as well get in. On the you game. might as well get in on the action, right? Yeah. So, I'm not going to lie, I'm glad he got his... Hand smacked, got spanked. Yes, he got um, another spanking. Because let's be honest, that's just not, you know, good behavior. Come on, guys. Like, but is this something that he just thought was kinky? Maybe he got dared to do this? Like, what? I don't know that there's anything worth what's coming down on him. First of all, he's banned for life yeah. from Southwest, which I don't right. know that I'm shocked by that. No, no, no. They no. threatened me with a ban over a fucking mask because they didn't like what it said. Yeah. So I'm really not that worried about that. But I do think it's interesting I mean, who gets on a plane and decides, this seems like a good time to polish the old handle? You know what? I'm a stress masturbator, and you know that about me. That's like, true. If, if I'm having a bad day at work and I can find five minutes, 15 minutes, whatever. Oh, you're rubbing the nub. I am totally rubbing one out because that is my my something I use to cope with stress. But like on an airplane. So do you think it was fear of flying? He's just like, no, I mean, it seems a little like he was audacious. Oh, yeah. Very. Yeah. I mean, he took his pants down to do it. <laughs> And then ask like, the woman next to him, hey, do you mind if I do this? And she's like, what, like I can stop you now? <laughs> he didn't even just like try to flip it through the zipper, kind of keep, keep it on the down low. And who let him do this four times? Because like you can't do shit on a plane without getting noticed. Like, yeah. Uh, so I, I mean, How? since when does a cramped living space, flat soda, and bad pretzels equal wild sexual chemistry with I oneself? I have no idea. I mean, come the fuck on. Go shine your pork sword in the bathroom if it's that fucking important. Maybe? I don't know. Well, and I guess the, the best part for me is he finished the fourth time and went to sleep. And that's when she decided to let a flight attendant know what had transpired. So she let it all play out. She, let the, she watched this whole thing and play out and like, took pictures of the whole thing. Hmm. And then it's like, by the way, this guy keeps flogging the bishop. I would really like to sit elsewhere. So they reseat the woman, leave them there in his mess, and don't do anything until they land. He thinks he's gotten off, by oh. the way, literally and figuratively. <laughs> and no, then they arrest him when he lands for flogging the dolphin because she had all these photographs of him. Yeah, you know. I don't blame them for waiting till you know, they land to cause it. Because you're stuck on this fucking tin can. Well, it's not until, like you can unpunch the clown either. Once right, you do it's it, it's done. probably not worthy of like an emergency landing because think of all the fucking drama that causes. I <laughs> What's mean, the emergency? He's we, disgusting. We have a chronic masturbator. We need to get on the ground now. <laughs> Flight 939 to tower. We've got a chronic masturbator. We're going to need an emergency landing. Give us a runway immediately. <laughs> This guy will not stop touching his cock. Oh, hey, you know what? I think you just discovered another career path for you if ever needed. Yeah, that yeah. could be an air traffic controller. Yes. Oh, please. That would be so great. Yeah, no. No. All right. Well, anyway, I could be the I, person out there with semaphores, but it will turn into a rave really quickly. <laughs> You'll start swinging them like your glow sticks. <laughs> Planes are flying yeah. all over the fucking place. Mm -hmm. Yep. That'll be awesome. Well, I do want to point out, though, you know, what he did could easily be and should be construed as sexual assault. A hundred percent. His seatmate did not have to observe his act of violence on his unsuspecting penis. Not cool, but funny as fuck. 
Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I laughed a lot. Yeah, that's pretty good. You're, you're correct. Well, all right. On with the show. When we come back in a couple of minutes. We're going to talk about what happened after Big Willie Style decided to slap the snot out of Chris Rock. But before we do, Mallory, you want to do the things? I'll do the things. Mm. All the things. So we are Casual Swinger everywhere. You can find us at casualswinger.com. If you want to shoot us a message, please send it to podcast at casualswinger.com. We are also on social media. That's Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. And if you want to check us out on the dating sites, we're on Double Date Nation, Cassidy, SLS, and SBC. There it is. I'm going to check you out later. Mm-hmm. You promised. I did. All right, folks. We'll be right back after this. You've been listening to Casual Swing. Swinger and I'm Mallory. That's not average swingers. I, I mean, be, it can be Jay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, can you pump me up. Hey, we just talked about imposter syndrome. Wouldn't it be fucking hilarious if we had to do each other's shows and impersonate each oh, other? We should do that. All right. Yeah, I'm throwing that fucking on the table now. All right. Okay. Who's going to accept the challenge? Who's going to be <laughs> casual swinger? Jay, for an Angie, let's go. All right. We're going to do, we're going to get drunk as fuck and record an episode. I can do to this. Them. That's what we I have can to do, do this. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. All right. Go ahead. What are we doing? So so we're talking about, well, not the slap itself. So I need the listeners. I'm sure everyone on social media and in the news has, this has been sold and oversold um, about the context of the actual slap and the delivery. And this is not what we're talking about here. We're not going to debate or discuss that part. It's actually the conversations that happened after that and what we saw inside our circle. Yeah, it's what it became, yeah. I think, is really what we want to talk about here today. So. Not necessarily, like, you know, like we said in the lead-in, yes, Will smacked Chris Rock like he was smacking that ass. Because that's exactly what he did. <laughs> yeah. But I think we're gonna we're not even going to dig into why he hit him. Nope. Or whether he should have hit him. Nope. So rest easy. Nope. That's not what we're talking about. That's we're not gonna the talk point. About yep. something else. Yeah. Everyone else, for that matter. Yeah. Um, we want to talk about everyone else here. Am I correct? Yeah. Right. Like, the what happened after. So I think it started when the night of in the morning after all these memes started flying around on social media, that Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, and it, it, it happened faster than his hand flew through the air. Like, yeah, right. It was, it was immediate. Like, people are fucking ruthless. Dude was pretty quick, though. He was like, whoopah! Yeah. Take that shit. Yeah. But um, I, but they did. I mean, like, I can't believe how fucking fast the memes came together. You know. And some of them were funny, right? They were like, you know, like, one little slap and, you know, you're going back to Bel Air or whatever. And like, yeah. I mean, it was like, I, I don't remember all of you them. You know, but. okay, fine. I get it. It's, um, it's a, it, people deal with, like, uncomfortable situations with humor. That's why when we're children, sometimes when we're on the verge of getting in trouble or, or getting in trouble, we laugh. It's a, it's a nervous behavior. So, Part of me kind of understands like how we cope with it, but the other part of me is like, "Wow, we're kind of assholes." <laughs> as well, a but I mean, that kind of humor makes some sense, right? Something happens. It's I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there were some people out there that were traumatized by it in some form or fashion. Yeah. Maybe people that have been victims of domestic dis- or abuse or almost said disputes. It's abuse. That's not yeah. a dispute. But uh, you know, I think there are people that were triggered by it. But my problem with it. These the the memes that I saw that really got me were the ones that really focused on Will and Jada's sex life. Yeah, 
That what was, the fuck does that have to do with it? Oh, yeah. And there's hundreds of them that just came across our feeds, like our vanilla feeds. Mind you, this is not a casual swinger thing. This is like oh, Facebook. Mickey and Mallory in real life yeah. thing, right? And I'm, I mean, I'm in a bunch of meme groups, so I kind of expect to see some unsavory shit. I am shit. not. I am not. Like, even, like, some, like, extended family members were contributing to this and, like, the fact that they were even entertaining conversations around ENM and doing it in negative light. Here, I'm going to go ahead and just lift my skirt and give you guys a little preview of what we're mm, talking about. I like here. what's under there. Um, I, it fucked up my day. Mine too. Days, I got mad. Actually, yeah. I got mad. I found myself extremely defensive of the conversations that they were making fun in light of a situation that, one, is very biased in its observational context from them. Yeah. And two, I, I'm sorry, you don't understand this so it's a point of humor to you well i think it was worse than a point of humor i think they were basically saying and i'm going to kind of get to this here in a little yeah. bit after we talk about a couple of these memes but they're basically saying he's not allowed to defend her because he allows her to have sex with someone that's not him oh i'm i blew right past that i was like um okay Let's make an assumption. Maybe they are ENM, ethically non-monogamous. Maybe they have an open marriage. So it's not but we don't our, actually know. First of all, it, no, we don't know. It's none of our fucking business. And then she's effectively slut-shamed, and he's emasculated because of it. Yeah, together. That's just usually, they're usually one or the other, but not both. Yeah. So the first meme that I saw that really kind of got under my skin was a picture and they put Will Smith's face on it, and it's a guy walking through the door. He says, honey, did you see my video defending you? It was going viral. And it was supposed to say going viral, but what you see is a silhouette in the background of some guy balls deep and a girl in a doggy style position. Yep. So they're trying to say, hey, Will's coming in all proud of himself saying, hey, honey, did you see where I defended you and it's going viral? And she's busy fucking some other guy. So it's basically positioning him as some sort of a humiliated and, and, and I'm going to say this not in the term cuckold as we identify it, but as society and porn identifies mm -hmm. it yep. as some sort of you know, humiliated cuck. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not saying that's not, that's not a, a sub, you know. Which is fine if that's your jam. Or, or part of cucking. Yeah, like you it choose is, that. They, they always want to go to the fucking worst. And maybe that's just human nature in a nutshell. It just makes me sad. I'm beyond sad. I'm yeah. pissed. Yeah. So there's another one I saw. And it's one of those, like, um, it kind of looks like a graphic novel where there's a bunch of different pictures put together. So you panel. see Chris, Yeah, like a panel. Thank you. I'm... And it, it starts with Chris Rock, and it says, Jada G.I. Jane, and he's pointing out in the audience. And you can It flashes to Will laughing and says, that's hilarious, right? And then it flashes to Jada, and it says, no, it's not. And you can see that's where her face started to degrade, right? And she looks over at Will, and in the next slide it says, you want me to cheat again? And that's when it's pictured as he's inspired to go up on stage, hit Chris Rock. And he looks back at his wife and goes, did I do that right, Jada? Please don't leave me. Like, again, emasculation. Right. As if somehow he had no say in what was happening. He had no part in it. And again, we don't know. No one fucking knows. They've never done an interview with anybody that says, this is our lifestyle and we're happy this way. So fuck off. And you know what? They shouldn't have to. It's not my business. It's not your business. How they actually live is not our business unless they make it so. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she's got pictures and there's stories about her having relationships with other guys. Uh, and, and I have my own thoughts about that that we'll get to in a minute. But 
that's all we know. We don't know what the context right. is. Right. We don't know whether this is something that's a turn on for them. You know, there's a joke here, and this is actually one that I saw a version of from someone that's a, a genuine friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah. In a long time, friend of mine. We'll get to this in a minute because we are going to cover this. But what's the difference between another man's dick and another man's joke? Jada can take one but not the other. Really? Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. What does one have to do with the other? And what does one, what, and, and what universe? Let me rephrase this a different way. I pity the human being that thinks that they can put you down because we're ethically Mm non-monogamous so they can say anything they want because you're undeserving of my defense. Uh They're going to find out very quickly that is not the case. Here's the, here's the real twist. I'll get to them first. Yeah. I feel worse for them for you than I do for me, honestly. (laughs) Like, like, Oh, you poor bastard. Which is effectively kind of what happened with our friend. I, I don't know. Anyway, well, um, ben, you know, actually, you were really nice about it. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. But, you know, there's a couple more memes here that I want you. I really want you guys to get the context of this, because yeah. what does their ethical or unethical non-monogamy, it doesn't matter which one it is, have to do with him being emotionally driven to defend his wife? Right. Nothing. Well, and on the other side, it, right or wrong, however you you perceive or what your opinion on, is on the situation, why did they immediately go to their sexual relationship and their their marriage dynamic they like fucking society attacked that yeah and and made light of it and, and made it a mockery because somehow they saw a parallel yeah that was hilarious really it has nothing to do with each other yeah and, and, and as we get to the end here there are, kinda, two, there kinda, are two things about this that bother yeah. me yeah oh no. Okay. Two big ones. We'll hone in on just the two because we only have like a certain amount of time. Right. We're only here for an hour, folks. So I'll talk about those at the end. But what's the next one? Yeah. So the next one, and this is probably one of the most common ones we've seen, Mm -hmm. and it's going to potentially be the tagline for this whole event. So it's just, it's two frames, and it's Will Smith in the audience, and you can see him say, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And then the next one is Chris Rock, and the title is... Keep your wife's mouth off them fucking dicks. Like, I'm I'm sorry, what are we, 10? Yeah. yeah. What are we, 10? What, again, what does one have Why? to do with the other? I don't even, I, I do have a sense of humor that kind of reflects a 12-year-old boy at times. Like, uh, fart and poop jokes? Uh, yeah. Ha-ha. Sure. Yeah, Super I clearly funny. think they're funny. Yeah, I get it. But that, that was just fucking poor taste. And degrading to women. Beyond. So. Beyond. And, you know, I don't know that anybody that makes memes cares because it's not like they sign their name to them. They just put them out there in the ether and let, hope they go viral and hope that everybody shares them and has a good laugh at somebody else's And it expense. is. It's one of those things like, haha, please like me. Yeah. <laughs> aren't, I fu- aren't I funny for finding this meme? Isn't it so great when I've seen my meme shared 3,000 times? Yeah, right. Yeah. It, you know, there's another one, uh, and it's a picture of Will Smith smiling. Open mouth, very happy. Will Smith, when people sleep with his wife. And then a very stern alpha male position, you know, Will Smith when people joke about his wife. No, they have nothing to do with each other. And again, what we're doing is we're using their ethical non-monogamy. Actually, understand it. They're non-monogamy, not even ethical, just non-monogamy as a reason why all the it's just it's a place to bring them down to a low enough level. We didn't humanize them. We dehumanize them. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what this is. And 
I generally speaking do not have a ton of sympathy for people who are in the spotlight because with great power comes great responsibility, right? And you have to have coping mechanisms and learn how to compartmentalize and all of these things because you've walked into the spotlight, but now you're in the spotlight, right? Sometimes that's a catch-22 factor. This, it's just another one of those like, are you fucking serious? Do we really have to play this level of the sandbox? It's a kitty litter box. It's not even the sandbox. No, it's a it's a in. box of shit. Yeah. And, you know, I think you're right in, in that regard. And I think there's another factor it's that comes into right play. It's not right or wrong. It's just my opinion. Well, yeah, that's all this show is, is our opinions. but Because we're not experts at anything. We say that all the time. But I think there's another factor that comes into play here celebrities elevate themselves through exposure mm -hmm. to almost they deify themselves. Oh, they okay. all of a sudden, and that's how this all, why they suddenly feel pressure to tell us to get out and vote or how to feel on subjects that we may not have an opinion on. Mm -hmm. So you suddenly see actors like Sean Penn's dumbass running over to the Ukraine and, and shooting a video or doing these political theaters or doing all these things. I, I think it's a little unfair that you call him dumb, but I digress. Uh, I am not a fan of Sean Penn, so my apologies if he's a listener of the show. I doubt it. But He did fuck Madonna. Well, yeah, where Madonna fucked him, and he just sat there Both. and cried. <laughs> but, I mean, she's quite a woman. Yeah, her fucking, like, social media is on that's express. Anyway. Anyway. My, my point, my point is that when we have some some people that, put, that elevate themselves and put themselves in this podium, we love to bring them down. And this well, is the same thing that happened with Jerry horrible. Falwell. It, well, and it's horrible because we bringing them down. Oh, I hate this. And anyone who's got a, a psych degree out there, I know there's got to be a word for it, but it's the methodology that someone sometimes even masters when they need to feel better about themselves in order to do so, they have to display someone else, like bring them down a few rungs and that makes them feel better. It makes them feel taller, prouder that, that they're right. And, and, I know, I've met people, I know people like this. We live next, in the same neighborhood as some of these people. Well, the theory is that every action has a cost. Yeah. But the problem is, I don't think we always know what the cost is. Mm -hmm. Okay. And in this case, when we talk about deifying ourselves by becoming famous or for whatever reason, and then having an opinion on everything, is that when we fuck up, everything they know about us becomes fodder. Yeah, and it's human nature. Sometimes we misspeak or miscommunicate. Or yeah. we're misunderstood mm -hmm. on top of it. So you just add those layers to that. And I mean, that is a bullshit bukkake weeding to happen. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, I, we could probably do 20 more of these memes, right? Yeah. Any, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think we have a few more in here. It's up to you. I, I don't know that it changes the conversation. I know that I saw most of these on Facebook in the days after the incident, along with about 100 other versions of the same thing that essentially said that Will Smith is not allowed to defend his wife's feelings because they have sex with other people. Okay, yep, I can see how. That That's was what I saw. Mm-hmm, yep. That's um, bullshit. Um, or that he's not maybe allowed to react emotionally to this because, you know, of his supposed complicity in her alleged non-monogamous activity. Like, it was just about her, right? Yeah. Right, well, and so that's what we were led to believe because every photo we saw was of her with someone else. So he is either humiliated mm -hmm. or he's complicit and just on his knees going, do whatever you want, honey, and I'll be back here at home cleaning the floors and cutting the children's hair. Yeah, because he can't possibly love her or feel driven to defend her because he allowed her to sleep with other people. Like, that's, right. that's not a thing. You know, and I've actually heard this from a person once, and the person 
was never brave enough to be in my presence again after saying it online in an mm -hmm. email. Will Smith is not a man because they engage in this activity. Mm. You know, That's what these memes are trying to say. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. I, I'm not trying to say that, you know, they're not welcome to think whatever they want. You know, that's like assholes. Everybody's got one, you know? However, oh, I'm I'm actually fuming now, so I need to bring it down a couple notches. So there's steam <laughs> coming out of Mallory's there is, headphones, there is. folks. I'm starting to trip up on my words because it makes me so fucking angry that this those humans feel like they can define, judge, and put everyone in a box. And if it doesn't meet their preconceived criteria, then it's an abomination of some degree. It's unacceptable some degree those are the same people that socially accept the fact that if it was cheating on his part mm -hmm. almost expected yeah they would say nothing they would say nothing of course he is but if it's her she's expected to have some public mea culpa mm -hmm. why yeah it makes no sense you and know what you know, i do with those people i take them and i put them in the fuck the patriarchy bucket you got a lot of that going on lately. I do. I have my own bullshit in my vanilla. You got this major fuck the patriarchy. And by the I way, did. by virtue of the fact that I have a swinging <laughs> dick when I walk past you and you're in that mood, I you're like, die. I love you. Short story. Long story short, had a horrible, horrible work week. Came home. I was like, I want to see no boys. I don't want to talk to boys. If you have a penis, leave me alone for at least 24 hours. It was no boy now. There were a few so of us like, that did not have a good weekend. <laughs> so that happened. And then this happened. Was it Sunday? Yeah. And the so. awards were that Sunday. I, don't know. I got I don't on Friday. Came, that this show happened to Sunday. And I was like, you know what? All of, all of you just burn. Just yeah. go away. Fuck all you penises. <laughs> and not in the fun way. You know, this same shit happened to Jerry Falwell Jr. Yes, and his I'm hot sorry. wife yes. situation with yep. his wife, right? Mm -hmm. These guys... You know, we did an episode on it. Uh, I think it was uh, God, no, heaven forbid. Mm -hmm. But you know the 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 gist of it is he they had a hot wife relationship. They were fucking the pool boy, and when it came out, she had to throw herself on the sword and say, "I'm an adulteress." He had no idea. I'm a harlot. Give me a scarlet letter. I'm a bad person. Yeah, and by the way, thank you for saying we were fucking the pool boy, even though he wasn't fucking the pool boy. It was part of their dynamic, so by proxy, it included him. Yeah. And I think that's actually important and intentional. It was. Speak, so. It was very Thank intentional. Thank you, and I love you for that. Of course. it's You make decisions as a couple, mm -hmm. and good decisions, bad decisions, financial decisions, emotional decisions. It's still about us. It's still we. We're a unit. I mean, we're, we're individuals, but when we make those choices, we do it together. We enjoy success. Mm -hmm. We also share in failure. Mm-hmm. Even the, even the, or maybe even especially the ones we make independently, by proxy, our partner's always affected. Almost well, you, 100%. You always pay for my mistakes. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's like, whoops, I've, oh yeah, I didn't parent that one right. All yeah. right, this is going to suck for a while. Uh, no, it, it really is a thing, but I need to know, you know, so this, this is kind of a, a personal and kind of a hot button. Yeah. And I'm going to say right We're now. We're going to piss some people off. Well, I'm going to say right now, I still love this person. Mm -hmm. He and I have been friends a long time. Same. And he's one of my best friends on the planet. He's, he was one of the first supporters of our relationship when we started dating. Yeah. He's the first top, I'll go back to MySpace, first top eight. 
yeah, and the and, supporter of our relationship. And I, I tell you what, if, if I have a short list of people that I need to call that I know will show up for me, mm-hmm. he's on it. A hundred percent. And he's still on it and he always will mm-hmm. be. Uh, this is not me calling him out and, and, and saying something bad about him. This is me saying that even great friendships, even personal relationships, we forget about them sometimes in the effort of making a joke that the masses will appreciate, mm-hmm. right? Or that the common themes of our society will embrace. Yeah. So, and what I'm saying is, you know, we had friends who know about us, who mm-hmm. follow this show, listen to every fucking episode. Supporters, right? Are that they go, yeah. I, I love you. This is great. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Well, I'm proud I thought, to know you. I thought that's what yeah. it was, right? Well, and, and that's how we defined it. And then this happened. Then I go out on Facebook and I see basically one of these jokes about Will Smith. And, you know, she'll take a string of dicks, but she can't take a joke. And I, I know, I've known this guy forever. I know exactly what he meant. It was a joke and it was funny. Kinda, except you made that joke and we are out there. Mm-hmm. We are people that live this way. And you know what? We're more out and open than even Will and Jada Smith are because we can be because we're not international celebrities. Yeah, no. Right? And Definitely fuck, not. we're not even celebrities in our own closet. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that we can do things they can't do, but you know this is how we live. You know this is who we are and you know this is not the case. And dude, you know for a fact that if somebody put Mallory down... I wouldn't stop at slapping the shit out of him. I know. And, and only I mean, if I looked over and saw you hurting, mm-hmm. nothing would stop me mm-hmm. from trying to kill the dragon. <laughs> right? Yeah, and just slay the dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, that's what happens, right, when we sure. get upset. We want to slay the dragon. And why the fuck do we think it's okay to make fun of consensually non-monogamous people in public, but we wouldn't dare say a fucking word about these people if they were from the LGBT community? Hey, I'm bisexual, so... But I, I still don't understand why why it was okay, and like part why of me, did, why, why I, did no one mm, feel like they should defend us? Yeah, and you know what? Defend us with silence. Say nothing. Yeah, just don't partake. And I, I oh God, I, I've been negotiating this conversation in my head for quite some time now, and I don't think they meant malice, but I think it I was know ignorance. They didn't. Right? I know they didn't. I, mean, and, I know him. I know and, he I, didn't. and I raised my hand and I was like, I don't understand why you thought this is okay. Like I felt like you were part of my, you're part of my safe space. You're part of the, the world where I can blend and be both things, be all of the things I can be. And now making a mockery of that because you think it's funny makes me feel like I'm not safe, that I'm a joke to some degree or what. Now I'm going, what do you think of Mine and my husband's relationship, and about our our close friends that are also E and M. Well, are so we just a mockery? Are we an aquarium? I can tell you, and I'm going to tell a, a story that's going to make me look really bad, but it's true, and I learned from it, and I've never done it again. Okay, but it's really hard to be an ally. It's extremely difficult to be an ally because while we want to support the people we love, we want to understand, we want to, we want to act like we get it. Mm-hmm. We want to act like it's no we want to act like it's no big deal, mm-hmm. right? 
and or that we support them or that we in, we're, uh, empathize with them or sympathize with them, whatever their plate is. And the reality is, if you're not in the community, you can't. Right. Okay. And so we think we do. We say we do. And then the reality is when the rubber hits the road, there's no way we could because we've never been no treated that way. Exactly. We, we and there's, get it. And there's no relevancy, right? There's the, it's like the difference between empathy and sympathy, right? Direct relation to or I can do my best to understand, but I've never been there before, but I care about you. So my, my uncle was gay when gay was not okay. Mm-hmm. My uncle was gay. He was gay when you got beaten to death for being gay. Yeah. He went to his seventh grade dance as Cinderella. And he paid the price for it. Mm-hmm. He is one of the most dynamic, talented. Brave. Bravest. Bravest, kindest, most amazing souls I have ever met in Agreed. this world. Mm-hmm. He is, he's a lot of things I wish I was. He's also homosexual. I do not wish I was that. We we don't share that. I'm good with that. There's nothing against him. It's just not my jam. But I made a joke with an earshot of him with another uncle of mine when I was about 17, 18 years old. Mm -hmm. So 1892. Yeah. (laughs) Back in 1892, (laughs) we were panning for gold (laughs) down by the river. No. But what happened was my that uncle of mine was very alpha male. We cut wood together. We drove trucks in the mud together. We chainsawed shit together. We did, you know, chewed tobacco and just outwardly toxic male shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> you know exactly who I'm talking about. Hey. Yeah. No, and yeah. but he walked up to me and like he took a swing at me and I slugged him in the shoulder or something. And I said, quit being a fag. And I spun around, and my other uncle, who I just told you how much I love, was standing right there. Oh, fuck. That was, yep. And I saw the look on his face, and I realized the unbelievable damage that despite my outward claims of love, despite my desire for him to know that I didn't, that I don't accept you. I love you. There's a difference. Uh, you're not mine to accept or or reject. Tolerate, yeah. I'm not mine to tolerate. Yeah. It's none of your fucking business how I live my life. It's none of my fucking business who you have sex with or who you love and vice versa. But what I did was I openly mocked who he was. And the fact that I didn't know he was there was not relevant. Nope. I fucking did it and I shouldn't have. Agreed. And I never knew how we felt until I saw that post from my friend. Yeah. I think that's the closest we could feel in that situation. I deserved and, it. I earned yeah. it. Yeah. That was I mean, because, I mean, think about that. For, I mean, when you look at that situation, you go, this is a person that I love and care for. This is a per- person I've nurtured. I respect that it is in my fold in my tribe. And we all want to believe that the reciprocal the reciprocity between all of us is at least equal at a minimum. It ebbs and flows, but it's equal to some degree. And that shift tips the scales really fucking hard. And what comes from that is not just an insecurity. It's a, it's a deep, potentially deep rooted 
issue that puts up a blockade to go, I can't share all of me with you anymore because mm-hmm. I don't feel like you're going to nurture, protect that, or, or even just fucking accept it. Yeah, well, I don't think... Thank that- you for sharing that, by the way. I know it doesn't paint you in a good light, and it's nope. never easy to, to, to throw our fucking dirty laundry on the table and go, hey, once upon a time, I did a shitty thing, and I'm trying to be better. Every day. Mm-hmm. Every day I'm trying to be better. Yep. And, you know, when I saw that and I heard that, and not just from this person, uh, from many, many, many people, many people. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, not, I only have like 12 friends on Facebook, so it was a lot of reshared stuff. But the, the fact of the matter is no one should be surprised Mm-mm. why some ethically non-monogamous people are hell-bent on discretion or hell-bent on staying in the closet. We just push those people back in the closet 10 fucking years. Easy. Yeah. Because they know that they are the subject of ridicule even if what they do has nothing to do with their sex life. Right, and it told me that there's a lack of an, of a want to understand it. It is still just a concept or to, to be mocked, right? It's um, fodder. Mm-hmm. It is, is essentially fodder, fodder for the game. Yep. And I don't think you can call someone your friend and tell them that you know who they are and you support them and then say things like that publicly on purpose. I get that we make comments and maybe we realize the impact of them after we do lord knows i've done it i just told you guys about it so i'm not holding any ill will toward anyone that did it no. i just don't want him to do it anymore yeah yeah i think um i think i have to agree with you because there's a certain level of understanding you can't we can try to put ourselves in somebody else's shoes and walk a mile in them but it's all theory it's a hypothesis at that point until you actually do it that's a totally different experience it's it lives somewhere different in your brain when you pull from that yeah um so that's that's my hope you know and i i don't think you know going back to you know the dynamic and relationship i I don't think we no one actually fucking knows a damn thing about will and jada's bedroom no nor really should we we've never been in it it really should it really shouldn't be anything we're talking about. Like, are they swingers? Is it a hot wife situation? Maybe this is a, maybe there's a stag and vixen, you know, maybe, maybe they are cuck. Maybe there's a cuckolding facet to their relationship. Who the fuck knows? And who cares? You no, know, who fucking cares? We're not in their bedroom. No. And, you know, it's, I'm still flabbergasted that that was the vast majority of the comic relief associated with that event. You know, maybe Will sings getting jiggy with it while he's fucking the whole time. No, 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 Yeah. No? Okay. That's yeah. just me. No, 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 no. No, 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 Okay. So one more thing that grinds my gears that I think we, you know, have not really <laughs> Where covered is here. that from again? You have to remind You know what really grinds my gears? Peter Griffin. Okay. <laughs> it's, you know, these pictures of Jada with other guys and these, you know, Mea Culpa's from her on her. She did this red couch show where she had yes. to apologize for these relationships. It's called the Ra- Red Table. Red Table, and okay. she's done it with her daughter and her mother. And it's actually, I've really enjoyed the series. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I've never seen it. I just watched the one where she had to apologize for I, sleeping with other people. I'm, I'm like, fucking, what the fuck? I'm a sucker for when people get a little vulnerable and real and talk about this shit no one wants to talk about. Because that's where we learn. Right. Right? That's where, where we grow. Where's the pictures of all the girls that Will's been polishing behind the scenes? It, no one takes them. It doesn't happen. Why? Because the patriarchy. 
I don't know. I don't know. I got to ask Bomber about this. Is actually I was talking to Bomber the other day, and, and I kind of made a joke about it. And I think we're going to do a show with them. But I mean, I thought the patriarchy was all like old white dudes. Will's not white, so. Uh, but I think the penis still rules over vagina. Okay, in a lot maybe of, that's the in case. A lot of situations, unfortunately, the fact that we'll come back to that with black and, and, and maybe it's just Marshall. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. By the way, a show with him is long overdue. Like, I am foaming at the mouth because those are people I love and respect very, very, very much. Yeah. I had a phone call with Bomber and Bell the other night that was supposed to be 15 minutes, and I was on the phone for like an hour and a half. So it's going to be a great show. It's going to be fun. I can't wait so to So you were it. a stage five clinger. Yeah, I just couldn't okay. let I wouldn't let him hang up because Bell, then Bell got tired, and she's like, bitch, going to bed. But, you know, it's the same bullshit, like I said, that happened with Falwell Jr.'s wife. And I, I just got to say, this is just from me to you guys. And I'm nobody to give advice. This is how I feel. You know, standing up for your woman is a good thing. It's important to stand with her when things like this happen. Yeah. Never let her feel alone. I mean, especially when she's dealing with a medical issue. She cannot feel alone, ever. If we go down a road, we go down the road. Mm -hmm. Mallory's never alone. Mm -mm. And I kind of think... That might be where Will was that night. With all this happening previously, with all the jokes, with him openly asking for respect for her condition, which he did. Did he feel like he had to put on a show of love and respect for her publicly? Maybe. I would have. Maybe, but you and I have a, a dynamic where, for the most part, there's I have a very small sample of anything that deviates from this. I need your support because I have to handle my shit. That is where I stand. I, I don't need a white knight. I don't need you coming in with guns a-blazing. I need, I need to handle my shit, but I need your support in handling it. So sometimes I need you to be a sounding board. Sometimes I need you to be the, the, the post that holds my back up and straight and that allows me to walk tall into the rooms where I need to present myself as such. And sometimes or, I'm the janitor. Sometimes the janitor cleaning up the fucking mess I've made. Where did this condom come from? Yeah, no, that is not what I meant. That happened. But I have, I've had, <laughs> and I, maybe, maybe there's a lot of women that can relate this. I've had my struggles, and I think it's directly related to being a, a woman in, in the business I'm in, and it, maybe that scales across all business. But it's important for me to earn that respect and live or die by me. I do not need my husband going in and fighting every fucking battle for me. That's not what I want. That's not who I am. But your support means everything. And I would never question ever that that's how you feel. And some there's been, again, a limited small sample that you've gone past that check-in consent and just went right to... This is how we're going to handle this. And I'm going to go ahead and take the lead. It makes sense. Well, our response to all of this has been destructive. Very limited. Mm -hmm. It's been destructive for lifestyle relationships, future lifestylers. There are people out there that have been talking about the lifestyle, thinking about the lifestyle, maybe talking about it in bed, fantasizing about it. And the person that had trepidation in that mm -hmm. relationship is now terrified. Mm -hmm. That person now thinks that their sexuality will be fodder for jokes when, honestly, the rest of us should have been talking about something else like anger management or event security, mm -hmm. right? I, I think two things come of this. Swingers are now afraid 
even more than they ever have been before, that they will face the judgment of their friends. And the other thing that comes of this is that... Yeah, because now it's a fucking ranking. So now, like, everyone's, like, related stories. You know how, like, news articles come out? Yeah. Like, so now that you've clicked on all these articles and have read and talked about this incident, you're going to get more information and exposure to that subject matter just by proxy because that's how the fucking algorithms work. So, yeah, I feel like I'm under a microscope. Yeah. And we're already here. Mm -hmm. If you were on the outside looking in, thinking about coming in, you're going to think twice now. Maybe, yeah. Because you feel ridicule is more likely. Now, the other thing, and this has nothing to do. I'm mad that I felt shame for it for a second. That's what really pissed me off. I was like, I let someone make me feel scared and ashamed for a hot minute. And fuck that. No, that's not okay. Well, the other thing, and this has nothing to do with the lifestyle at all, is every person, and as an MC, I think about this, as a guy standing in front of a room with a microphone, I have to say things that are parody. I have to say things that are jokes Mm -hmm. to keep the crowd engaged. Next time I make a joke about somebody they don't like or that their spouse doesn't like, are they going to come running up and try and take a swing? Because we've just told comedians everywhere, you are on the stage, but you are also at risk. He should have been better protected. And as a person standing up there just doing their job, parody needs to be protected because the First Amendment protects parody. And it's important that we know that, look, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. And you probably shouldn't go up and smack the shit out of somebody for a joke. But, uh, so there's... there's like the two-year-old. Please use your words. We don't use our hands. Yeah. That's that's really mm-hmm. where I want to finish this is that, you know, anger management, event security, they kind of go in well together. We always take the low road. We shouldn't. We always choose the lowest common denominator for the joke. We shouldn't. And lifestylers, we have to do better if we want other people to follow suit. We have to let people know they have a community here, they have a place here, mm-hmm. and that even the people you love will sometimes say things about you behind your back or in front of you by accident. And just because they said it, that doesn't mean they mean it. It doesn't mean they hate you. Yeah, and it also doesn't mean that bullets meant for you. It doesn't mean they know, right? Because like, I think we all get to that point. Yeah. Where someone makes a joke and like, fuck, do they know about us? Yes, yeah, oh or the gosh. pineapple jokes, we get those all the time. I mean, yeah. there's there's tons of them. But what I'm saying is, even if it hurts your feelings, it doesn't mean that they necessarily meant to. So that's, I take that's a breath. A, we are, we're evolving. It's an opportunity for conversation and evolution. Yeah. We're evolving. You know, the LGBT community was way, way ahead of us on this one. Did you condense that a little bit? Yeah. You, you summarize the acronym. Yeah, well, that's because there's so many goddamn letters now. I can't get them all out. Uh, <laughs> also, I'm dyslexic, so like, I purposefully, not because out of disrespect, I try to avoid going into it because I always fuck up the letters in oh, order. Hundred yeah. percent. You know, it's thank I'm you, dyslexia. Down with whatever you want to be, but I'm going to take my hand and wipe it across the keyboard and hope I got them all. Yeah, it's just the way it is. But I do think that we it's beat like that the that Missy Elliott song. I think that's all those songs. I did not do that justice. Please cut that out. Oh, Jesus, I'm not cutting anything out because I'm not editing on the road. This is stream of consciousness. <laughs> stream of consciousness from Mickey and Mallory. Okay, that one you're not cutting out. No, wait. I said I only cut out my mistakes, not yours. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, all right. This is, uh, okay. we kind of beat this to death. We I did. think it was fun. We're going to come back in a hot second with Mallory's Toy Box. We're going to talk about 30 Days of Lingerie and her favorite. Oh, my slut God. Wear. I have good shit to talk about. I'm so excited. This is why we rank for poop. You keep saying shit. No, that's no, 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 no. That didn't mean actual. No, I didn't mean species. 
No. Oh, you had to throw the technical word in. Yes. All right, folks, we're going to shut her up. We'll be back in just a second <gasps> to talk about 30 Days of Lingerie. You've been listening to Casual Swinger. We're boxing. I'm going to win. One last time, back with us here at Casual Swinger. I am still Mickey. I hope you guys are still with us after, I don't know, me saying bad words and us going on a rant for an yeah. hour. Thank you for hanging out for a hard diatribe. Why Why do we keep doing this? We said we were going to do a silly episode. I know, we do need a silly episode up in this bitch. I swear to God, I'm going to have to get a fucking colonoscopy on the air at some point. No, I don't, I don't see that being... Uh, lighthearted or funny? No, Mm-mm. probably not. Let's say, well, because I'll be asleep. No, but cue. I wonder what's inside your butthole song. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Mallory's <laughs> toy box, so I'm going to turn the mic over to the beautiful Mallory to talk about some of her oh my favorite slutwear. I'm so excited that we can talk a little bit about the lingerie because I've fallen in love with a new brand. Um, this is actually something. Oh, I did it. I did an um. Um, 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 um. I told you not to I know, say um. But you put it in my mind, and now it's going to happen subconsciously because it's there. Is the brand called um? Because otherwise no, you shouldn't be saying it. the brand is called Noir Handmade, and that's N-O-I-R Handmade. This like is hand a, job, but handmade. Yes. So this is a European company. Um, very high-quality product. Packaging, superb. Uh, it comes with suggestions on the back of the box for the different lines they have. They have an enormous selection. So what they've kind of honed in on is this naughty, nice, but leather latex jive about them. So you could go across and like maybe on the the bondage dom scale to something that's just maybe a little more sexy slash raunchy. Well, it's a, it's a leather side. look product. A leather look that's perfect because they are lined. That's one thing I love about this product. So right now I'm looking at um, this bodysuit. And this bodysuit is something I wore to actually PCAP Encore. So if you go look at our Twitter feed and you go back to November, um, we did the Joker and Catwoman for one of the theme nights. It was a like a... Uh, superhero villain theme. Oh my god, you were so, so goddamn hot. Also the <laughs> outfit I use it my pussy lips in, but I digress. All right, that that did not get me. However, laid. it is fucking hot, and I've always kind of s- stayed away from these types of outfits because when you get that leather latex like, they're usually not lined. They're usually really hot. Well, yeah, Very vinyl and leather are like sweat boxes, right? I mean, Very uncomfortable. Now, granted, I'm not saying this is breathable, but it's pro- it is hands down the most comfortable and sexy bodysuit I've ever worn in my life, and I love that I could fuck and not take it off too. Like, there's an element of hotness Wait a there. You loved it. Oh, <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. So it has what um, I would call a keyhole zipper. So it has a. a two zippers that meet each other in the middle. So you can do like a little keyhole effect where you're showing like the cleavage and the boobies. Or if you bring them both down and stop just, you know, between your pubic and your belly button, the zipper actually goes all the way back past the, like to almost the top of my ass crack. So like 
I can literally fuck and not take my clothes off if I wanted to. Damn. Locked and loaded. A little bit of dom, a little bit of denial. There. Like, it's, it's fucking hot as shit. And it's got this little, um, so it almost looks like you have thigh highs on. So it's got this breakouts where they have these nylon pieces so you can see the top of your thighs. And it's just absolutely outstanding. So after wearing this piece, I've, I really have dove into the brand. And I have to say I'm I'm in love. So they have some softer pieces too. Um, one of the pieces I'm actually going to be doing a photo shoot with you this week for 30 Days of Lingerie. I would classify it as more Dom Chiffon. So it's actually just like a chiffon short dress that has a strap and leather texture to it that has a hint of both worlds. Again, super comfortable, super sexy. I can see them being very intentional with their design that this is these products fit a multitude of body types. And for me, I love that. Um Oh my gosh! I did it again, and it's still your fault. Here we go. Blaming you. Um. Mm-hmm. By the way, they go all the way up to four XL. Exactly. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll just a little pro tip here. Um, the one pieces, order your normal size. Now with the bottoms, because there's like booty shorts and like these super sexy like G strings and a multitude of um, bottoms that they they sell in in separates, specifically with the bottoms. I have to size up, and I wouldn't say I have a disproportionate lower half. Um, maybe I've always been a little bigger, but I feel like they've run just a little snug for the sizing. So if you're you're online or questioning it as far as bottoms for noir handmade, size up one. Okay. Um, I'm going to try the leggings. The leggings are something I haven't tried because they're kind of like thigh highs. They have these cutouts. Some are lace. Some are latex. So I will report back with my findings because I just received my first set of them that I'd also like to take pictures in. But as far as the general bottoms go, the booty shorts, the the pants, the uh, what are they called? G-strings. I, I would definitely size up one. They also do really high quality soft lace pieces. There's a lace dress. And I'm you forgive me, I had every intention of giving everyone the names of these and we can post them on Twitter and the casual choice site. We'll put it in the show notes. We'll so we'll have links notes, to the store. Links links to the store. At least so you can see what I'm talking about. There's a super hot it's got a key back um dress that is just fucking hot as shit. The lace is so soft and comfortable. And this is a, a piece that you could flip both ways. You could be naughty or you could be nice with it. You can do the dom roll or you could even do the sub roll with it. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be really either. I could even see me pairing this with something that I could potentially wear out. That's another great thing about this line. There, They have quite a few pieces that you could dual purpose. Bedroom or club or you know, sexy dinner date. It really has a lot of versatility to it. I could see you pairing some of this with some of the Mopali stuff. Oh, 100%. 100%. That's something I'm going to be more deliberate about moving forward is purposing some of my sexy wear for outwear. So what are your thoughts on the line? I love this line. I, I get asked all the time. I, I'm looking for something sexy. I, I want something different. Mm-hmm. And what I love about Noir Handmade, first of all, the quality's just off the charts. It's like, 
it's like opening an Apple product. When you get a Noir oh. handmade product, the packaging is just obscene. Yeah, it comes in a, a cardboard sleeve with a description of the pro- like a, a visual of the product on one side, and you flip it over, and it gives you the back view, right? And it also gives you the suggestions for where stuff that will match or be similar inside the line. Um, and then you slide the packaging out, and it has it's tissue papered. It's got a little uh, sticker on there. And you open it up, and it feels like a touch and feels like a premium product. And then you actually physically touch it. You put it on. It still feels premium. It still feels premium. It's even at the price. My perspective on it is it's a value. Yeah. And so much so, like, I keep it in its original packaging. I don't throw it in my lingerie drawer, you know, because I have the new lingerie dresser. Yeah. Yeah, that has all its classifications. I'm sorry, is that battleship lingerie? Is that what it is? <laughs> kind of. I like I have a Dewey Decibel system for my uh, lingerie collection. I think you should have a gnome that just hands you what you want when oh you open the drawer. a lingerie gnome? Yeah. Please. That'd be the best. Oh Although, I, I don't know that his servitude would be acceptable, but... But I'm, we'll I'm a sucker for good packaging. This is really good packaging. This is probably Les Desire are my favorite packaging yeah. in our lines. Yeah, Lay Desire is amazing, They too. really make you feel like you made excellent choices. Yeah, well, it, this product is an excellent choice. So the piece that you talked about that I zipped your pussy lip up in, uh, which was entirely my <laughs> that fault. That is I a failure of execution, not the product. Yeah, it was my fault. So what I love about that particular piece, first of all, you looked kind of like a cross between uh, Scarlett Johansson uh, from uh, Black Widow. Oh, my gosh, marry me now. Uh, you look, I did, uh, and you looked uh, also like maybe uh, barbed wire Pam Anderson. Oh, get out. Yeah. And I love you. It's the new hoots. Yeah, right? it must be, right? It's the new hoots. It must be the new hoots. <laughs> and then you also kind of uh, evoked Catwoman also, which is uh-huh. who you were trying to evoke, actually. Right. You had a whip and the, the claws and all that shit on. It just gave you all these things. But my favorite thing about that particular outfit was it, and, and I think you kind of missed this when you talked about it, uh-huh. but I remember this from when I was unzipping you. That is a three-way zipper, uh-huh. meaning you can open the keyhole in your breasts and go crotchless at the same time. Is it a three-way it's zipper? It's a three-way zipper. Uh, I, I only remember because it was the third zipper that I got stuck in your pussy. Yeah, I miscalculated. So did I. Yeah. And bad things happened. Mostly to you uh, and then me by proxy because you were angry at me. Oh, it only it only hurt for like a minute and then... Whatever. Like, we didn't have sex. We had sex the next morning. I didn't want to have sex at night. I, no. I was convinced that, like, one of my pussy lips was damaged. I was fine, actually. I had cleaved tough. off one of your labia. I know. But what I will tell you <laughs> oh about gosh, Noir no. Handmade is that it is a tremendous product line. It is a premium product line for us. It's not cheap. But I need you to know it's worth it. It's really worth it. It's honest to God worth it. it it's, is. it's worth the money. Buy that shit. Because, and don't wait. Because what? It, just because we have it right now, if it goes oh. away, we don't get it back. Yeah. So they do. They do tend to have uh, very specific runs to their lines, mm-hmm. and they have seasons to them. And yeah, and, when it's gone, and, it's and gone. Once they're they've stopped production on it, they've stopped. So now, like, there's a there's got to be like a vintage or like secondary market on these things. It's fucking handmade. It is literally handmade. <laughs> yeah. And so when they're done that's making what it, I was gonna say they're also European. So the limited run actually makes sense now. Does that make them grumpy? It makes the lines very hard to pronounce. I had every intention of doing so, but they're all in German. And it sounds like I'm... I have a cold. And also, I cannot... I'm like Peggy Hill, if anyone's singing King of the Hill, trying to recite and speak Spanish. All my Um, German I learned from Wolfenstein. Yeah, I'm not going to be disrespectful. Uh, But they're all German. Oh, 
though. All I, right. I digress. Shiza. No? <gasps> That's a dirty word, isn't it? <laughs> it's on brand. Everyone only. <laughs> we rank for shit in Germany. We're fighting. Oh, but it'll be so good. Anyway. Well, hey, Mallory. So this has Nor, been a toy box. Yeah, Nor Handmade. Check it out. Check it out. We're going to put some links in the show notes, and we will drop that shit on Twitter so you know where to find it. Speaking of find it, Mallory, you want to do the things and tell people where to find us? Yeah, take your pants off. You should find it, right? Well, it's not. Well, yeah, it's hard to find. Very small. Whatever. Diminutive, really. Mm-hmm. That's called fishing. No, it's mm-hmm. I have the yeah, gul- yeah, yeah, I have the yeah. Gulliver's. I, for... My penis's name is Gulliver. Uh huh. All right, Moby Dick. Here we go. So we are Casual Swinger everywhere. You can find us at casualswinger.com and you want to shoot us a note or a message, podcast at casualswinger.com. That is our email. We both get it. In fact, fun facts. Truth. Here by Mallory. Uh, we're also on social media and we're dropping shit. Mm. But we're all, we are really on social media. You can find us on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you want to find us on dating sites and see my uh, naked ass... Uh, Cassidy, SLS, SEC, and Double Date Nation. I don't know if I'm actually naked on any of those. You are, I'm if they know the password. There. Oh. The password is... Password is penis. Boobies. Oh. Labia. Bulva. Mm. Felicio. Cunnilingus. That's your favorite. Hope you can spell. <laughs> That'll do it, folks. That's for us. We have run long here tonight in this cabin in the woods. Hopefully, we don't get chopped to itty bitty wafer thin <laughs> sections. Hey, you know we had a friend over that lives in a van down by the river while we're here. He does <laughs> live in a van down by the river. He's gonna <laughs> fucking weird Sorry. bastard. Anyway, I digress. That's it for us. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with another episode. Hopefully, we'll have some fun. Hopefully, you guys learned something this time at least about what we think of all those motherfuckers who talk shit about swingers. We've been talking about the slap here on Casual Swing. Thanks for that. Come join us next time. Okay. All right. You've been listening to Casual Swing. See you guys. Bye-bye.